As you know, I'm a big proponent of CBD to tonify the endocannabinoid system. I've found that it helps people relax and can support restful sleep, a real breakthrough in herbal products. The CBD brand I take personally and recommend to my patients is Plus CBD from CV Sciences, which is now proud to introduce the Plus CBD Relief line of soft gels. Plus CBD Relief is the ideal way to help promote a healthy inflammatory response. Plus CBD Relief is doctor-formulated with recovery-supporting ingredients, including CBD, CBDA, and Levagen plus PEA. Relief soft gels help address minor everyday soreness, support joint function, and encourage recovery following strenuous activity. All Plus CBD products are backed by science with clinically researched active ingredients. And with a 90-day satisfaction guarantee, you have nothing to lose. To learn more and to order, visit pluscbdoil.com Hoffman and use coupon code Hoffman30 for 30% off. That's pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman for Plus CBD's Relief Soft Gels. Welcome back to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. I'm with Layla Mutin because it's our weekly Q&A with Layla. And we're answering your questions. So... What's the next question? This question comes from Laura. She asks, is it possible to be allergic to sugar? I get an extremely sore throat whenever I eat sugar, especially refined white sugar. I took this as a sign that it's definitely not good for me, so I avoid it. If I do happen to eat sugar, I take several chlorophyll pills, and that seems to help. Hmm. Could this be an acid reflux problem or just an allergy? Wow. Well... That's fascinating. I don't know if there is such a thing as formally an allergy to sugar. Mm. Uh, because generally allergies, in the classic definition of allergies, are to proteins. Yeah. And sugar... And it's an immune response. Sugar is a small molecule. Yeah. And it's, uh, you know, it's a uh, carbohydrate. Mm-hmm. And so generally people Disaccharide. are not allergic to, yeah. Yeah, to carbohydrates. Mm. But, you know, there's several mechanisms by which this may happen. Uh, sugar... Uh, may promote the growth of bacteria. Yes. Uh, so that, you know, with little kids who get constant sore throats, you, you know, don't have a lot of sugar. Yeah. It's not a good idea because it's going to make it, the bacteria thrive on it. Also, if you have a fungal infection, oh, yeah. it's going to make the yeast proliferate. <coughs> mm-hmm. uh, there is um, the possibility that it, you, that it worsens reflux which can yeah. irritate the throat. Yes. Um, and, um, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. The chlorophyll is interesting, how it helps her. And it's it's a harmless product to take. And right. it's nice for detox. Mm-hmm. And but maybe, there's a simple maybe solution. A little, hmm, don't Avoid sugar. Don't eat good the anyway. stuff. It's good. Your body is telling you that it's not, yeah. doesn't want it. Uh, it also, it, sugar is immunosuppressive, you know, what we see when we yes. uh, look at the neutrophils of patients who have diabetes or high blood sugar, they're very sluggish, they don't move. The neutrophils are like the kind of little Pac-Men yeah. that devour invaders like yeah. bacteria and fungi and viruses. And when they don't... Uh, they have, even go into a sugar coma. They do. They yeah, are, right? they do. Yeah, they 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 literally uh, become lethargic, mm-hmm. and uh, their their chemotaxis, mm. their ability to to uh, <clears throat> hunt down and pursue invaders is inhibited by sugar. They prefer a nap. Yeah, that's why diabetics are very prone to infection. Yes. Yeah. 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 
Laura, thank you for that very thoughtful question. Let's see here. This comes from Vina. Could you please comment on the pros and cons of pink salt? Okay. Uh, Beautiful pro, flavor. It, pro, it's pretty. It's pretty, yeah. Tastes good. Mm -hmm. uh, cons, it, it generally sourced from the Himalayas. Yeah. I don't know if it really is. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe so there's some counterfeit uh, Himalayan salt. Cause, Could be. <laughs> you know, just put some pink dye and some salt right. crystals and sell it as Himalayan. Yeah. Um, they make nice lamps. Actually, in they this do. Office, I've never seen it turned on, but there is one of those, like, I think that's Himalayan salt. Oh, okay. It's a Himalayan salt lamp with big, you know, ice, ice yeah. cube sized pink crystals. It's beautiful. Yeah. I'd like to see it turned on. but mm -hmm. um, And... It's got so, minerals in it, it's got minerals. which is better better than just your typical salt. But mm. it may have it's not assayed for toxicity, and who knows what else it has in it. True. It might have lead. It might have you know cadmium. It you want to source it well, right? Yeah. yeah. And the other thing is, it has no iodine. There's no iodine, which exactly. Is a critical deficiency yeah. in some of these salts. Yeah. Now we remember we do get small amounts of iodine in other foods. Primarily things like seafood, anything coming out of the sea practically, onions, dairy products, things of that nature. We do get seaweed. some seaweed, seaweed certainly, course, yeah. right? Out mm. of the ocean, right, right there. So uh, it doesn't have to be iodized salt if you're a good eater that way. But, you know, it's, it's, I don't like the other stuff in the salt that, not, not the pink salt. The regular salt, like whether it contains it. salt. Exactly. It's like, how did you find a way to get dextrose in here as a flow agent? How did you find the other salicylate type of whatever? I personally use kosher salt. If I'm not using pink salt or Celtic sea salt or some better? kind of gray salt, I like to use a variety of salts. Why is kosher salt better? Because it, it, it sprinkles better and all it is is salt. It doesn't have any of the oh. other. Okay. Ingredients in there at all? It doesn't all. have like. A, but like, you need you need twice the amount. There's like pouring agents. Exactly. Exactly. There's no pouring agents. And any chef will tell you I'm not a chef, but any chef will prefer kosher salt. Okay. Because of the flow, and everything, mm -hmm. and and the flavor, I, it sticks to the food. Mm -hmm. It doesn't bounce around all over the place. He had some really beautiful salts in, uh, in uh, Iceland. Iceland. Iceland is one of those little wow. you know tourist shop grabs that you can get is Icelandic salts mm -hmm. uh, that are very pretty and mm -hmm. many of them are black because there's some volcanic black uh, salt there's yeah. black salt right. too yeah. yeah I mean it's pretty I don't know how healthy it is for you but you know it's probably not toxic I remember watching uh, an episode of um, Anthony Bourdain's show when he was alive and they they did a show where they ate at the French Laundry Mm -hmm. uh, I think, what was his name? Kellerman? Thomas? He's a famous chef. Anyway, it's an experience yeah. where you go and you have 18 courses right. and wine pairings. Mm -hmm. And and uh, uh, during one of the courses, the the waiter came out, the server came out with like 12 varieties of salt right. and told them how to eat it with what. Like I mean, it was just tasting. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Right. Very interesting. So, yeah, there are a lot of different salts. Pink salt is a favorite of mine. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, Vina. Thank you for that. Good. Oh, this comes from Olivia. Hi, Dr. Hoffman and Layla. I'm hoping you can give me some advice on morning sickness. I'm in my first trimester mm -hmm. and feeling nauseous in the afternoon mm -hmm. to late evening. Mm -hmm. So you're having morning sickness in the afternoon and evening. Right. 
So, also, I haven't been getting much sleep at night. Is there something you guys can recommend? Right. Take some ginger tea. Right. Take some vitamin B6. B6 is very effective. Yeah. Right. And, and it doesn't have to be a very, high amount. Uh, you know, I would take maybe, you know, 50, 25, 50 milligrams yeah. of B6. Uh, you know, and, and there are actually some over-the-counter supplements for morning sickness, natural supplements that contain mm -hmm. high doses of B6. Mm -hmm. And, of course, ginger is helpful. Acupuncture, to a certain acupuncture point uh, and near the wrist is helpful. Yeah. Uh, and there are actually what are called C-bands, which are sold on cruise ships and mm -hmm. uh, to fishermen, <clears throat> which uh, are a band which locates the point for you when you press the C-band and it can read re uh, the nausea. Yeah. Um, the uh, uh, you know the other thing is um, for sleep. <coughs> you know you don't want to take sleeping pills. Obviously, no. you don't even want to take high dose melatonin because we don't know what the effects are on a developing fetus. Yeah. But inositol is calming and relaxing, and you mm. can take it. And it, it take it as a powder. You can take like you know f like a teaspoon or two in water and dissolve yes. it. And that has a, a bit of a relaxing effect, and it's very well tolerated. It comes in capsule form too. Yeah. I like inositol. Yeah. I like an acetol a lot. Wonderful, wonderful idea. Or, uh, Olivia, you could also make some fresh ginger tea. Take a knob of ginger the size of your thumb. Yeah. You know, take the peel off, chop it fine. Better fresh. It, it, better fresh is, is, it's so much better, the flavor. And you, you put it in three to four cups of water and simmer it. Simmer it for about 10 minutes. Sip it all day long. Yeah. Sip it all day long. Mm -hmm. Even have it with some seltzer. And, you know, there's even commercial ginger teas, you know, ginger yes. tea with lemon. Ginger you know. tea with lemon. Yeah. Twinings know. will make something right. similar like that. Yeah. Or some organic brand. Because so. if you're at the office, you don't necessarily right. be able to chop your ginger. No, you'd have to carry it in your thermos. And right. <gasps> right. Okay. Best of luck for a healthy pregnancy. I remind you that we want to allow yes. our, our sponsors an opportunity to share an important message with you. So... Here goes. You've heard me talk about my preferred fish oil brand, Vital Nutrients, offering a line of 11 ultra-pure omega-3 solutions. Well, I'm happy to report that they also offer a great line of premium quality, clinically relevant, professional-grade products which help support optimal immune function, including quercetin, NAC, Viracon, and Aller-C. Quercetin supports healthy sinus and respiratory function. NAC delivers antioxidant support. Viracon is a unique herbal formula for comprehensive immune system support. And Aller-C provides respiratory histamine and sinus support. I'm so impressed with these products that I took them with me on my recent trip to Iceland. For more information and to order, go to vitalnutrients.co. That's vitalnutrients.co. Vital Nutrients products are formulated by healthcare professionals utilizing peer-reviewed research, bioavailable and bioactive ingredients in therapeutic doses. I take them and use them in my practice. Just go to vitalnutrients.co and check them out. Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting our sponsors. They are the key to making intelligent medicine a continuing free resource to you, and you know you like that. So now back to... <coughs> Our questions, reminder, questions come to questions at drhoffman.net. What's okay, next? Okay, this is from Paul. Hello, Dr. Hoffman. My mom will be 93 in September. She ended up in the hospital a week ago, then rehab in a nursing home for about a month. Came home. She needs to regain her strength. Her mental capacity is fine. Here's the question. She has some trouble swallowing. 
and she does need something for her bowels. The question I have is I was looking at Miralax powder or pills or Citrusel powder or pills, and both say do not take if you have trouble swallowing. So is there an alternative for her or something to add to her diet to bulk up her stool? Bulk up her stool? She has yeah, diarrhea? Yeah, bulk up. No, or, no. Oh, no, no, because she's kind of spinning. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so uh, yeah, I would recommend like a magnesium powder, something yes, like that. Like yes. there's uh, it's called reactive magnesium, mm-hmm. and it's 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 generally safe. Although I, I just don't know what her medical condition is. Some people yes. who have poor kidney function, they have to watch out for excess magnesium. But if she, mm-hmm. presuming that she has normal kidney function, she can take magnesium. Magnesium will have a bit of a laxative effect. It'll also be good for the pumping action of her heart, and she can drink it down. Yeah, she can drink it down. You could even put it into a uh, into a pudding. For her, if she's having trouble swallowing oh. liquids, not everybody has available to them, like dietitians and hospital do, to a product called Thicket. Although you might, right. if you go to the pharmacy at your at your local pharmacy and ask the pharmacist right. about some kind of a thickening agent that might be helpful. You don't want to take regular old cornstarch or do something like right. that. But so, something that I picked that up way. in uh, Iceland is, then these were uh, presented to us for breakfast, is uh, and I. I know it's available here, and maybe they got the idea from here. I'm not suggesting this is an Icelandic thing, because Iceland doesn't grow a lot of chia seeds, probably. But uh, they gave us like a chia pudding uh, for breakfast in a little parfait glass, uh-huh. and it was—it's easy to make. You can take uh, like oat milk, or you know, cashew milk, or macadamia milk, or almond mm. milk, and you pour it over a couple of teaspoons. Uh, four ounces of liquid to a couple of tablespoons mm-hmm. of the chia, and you let it sit, stir it well. You let it sit. You can flavor it with some fruit. Yeah. Uh, you can put a sweetener in there, like stevia, if you want. Yeah. And uh, you know, flavor with vanilla or flavor it however you want. Or you can use uh, one thing that I tried, which is kind of nice. It makes it kind of a chocolate pudding. Is mm. the uh, Flavor Naturals company. Yes. Makes a uh, an oat milk with chocolate that's just delicious. Mm-hmm. And if you pour that over the uh, chia seeds, it'll make you chocolate pudding that's fairly low calories. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. got a little bit of carbohydrate in it, but mm-hmm. uh, that's a good like thing. And I'm thinking that the chia seeds could have a, a nice bulking effect. And it it's can. very soft. They're very. It becomes like some mucilaginous kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. It's almost like a soluble fiber kind of yeah. thing, adding bulk. So that could be helpful. You know, and obviously, helpful. Uh, the detail is to put in the refrigerator overnight. Yes. Uh, to, so it, it's it, like it, making it overnight oats. It gels. It it's gels. Like, yeah, yeah, it gels. It's like making overnight oats mm-hmm. or overnight parfait that way. Or uh, how people would do with muesli or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I think that. an elderly person who has swallowing difficulties would find that yeah. easy. Yeah. And yeah. A, a source of healthy fiber. And by the way, there's protein and omega-3 fatty acids in the chia. Yes. So it, it, chia is not just uh, like it's not uh, just a fiber, like refined psyllium, like uh, yeah. what do you call that stuff that they metamucil. Sell? Metamucil. Metamucil. You know, there's no nutritional value, just right. fiber. Right. Eat rope and yank it on through. Not like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Paul, thank you for that. Best of best of health to your mother. This comes from Anne. Oh, this is this is a little facetious. I've noticed that organic cold whole grain cereal has added sugar, while the same cereal that is not organic has no added sugar. Why do you suppose that is? Well, Anne, that isn't true in all the cases. 
She brings shredded wheat up as one example. You know the biscuits of shredded yeah. wheat? Mm -hmm. Isn't anything but shredded wheat? I used to love that stuff drenched with milk. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I did yeah, too. put a ton of sugar on it. Oh. Yeah, that was really good. I used to I could to eat bowl after bowl of that stuff. I was a big fan of cornflakes, and I yes. used to sprinkle Nestle's quick cocoa powder on my cornflakes and then add the milk because I didn't like milk. While we're indulging so in the chocolate milk. They had a breakfast cereal that I liked as a kid. It's called Jets. Uh -huh. Which was oats that were mm -hmm. like shaped like little Sputnik, uh, you know, uh, space capsules. <laughs> and, you know, and they were, that was really good. Oh my gosh. But it, it drenched in milk. It had to be drenched in milk. Oh my gosh. How fun. Yeah. Cornflakes. Oh my goodness. I've since renounced that. Yeah. So, and, and it's not true. I, I'm, I'm thinking she's being a little facetious yeah, right. here. I mean, there's all kinds of organic cereals with added sugar and others without it's you know typically the hot cereals are the so, ones without the moral of the story is organic does not provide us with nature's seal of approval that it's going to be really healthy mm -hmm. and free of any potential downsides mm -hmm. is what's labeled organic it's like yeah it's got you know natural cane sugar and it's got uh you know so what right uh, right oh my gosh okay and thank you for that. <laughs> All right, this is from Deborah. Uh, hi there. I did not get COVID shots. My belief tells me not a vaccine. I want to go back to my roots again, Italy. Besides all my supplements, good diet, exercise, travel restrictions lifted. Any recommended thoughts? I'm so sorry for possibly asking a question that you might have to refrain from, from responding to. Uh -huh. So only a few doctor friends of mine are even on my same page. Thanks again, and I apologize for any assumption or inconvenience or stepping out of so, bounds here. This is in a little broken Italian. I did right. my best to... Uh, oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so this person seems like an older person. Yes, Might probably. Might be at risk. Mm. Uh, I don't know what her risks are. I don't know... She seems to be adamant about taking the vaccine. Is she looking for an alternative to the vaccine in terms of some Good diet, her, exercise, her, well, di supplements, yes, diet, exercise. back to my roots. Right. So, I mean, when I... Uh, she wants to continue that path. When I went to Iceland, hmm. I just coincidentally, at the time I went to Iceland, which doesn't require, it has no vaccine requirement, and they, we didn't even have to be tested, but I said it would kind of, you know, go on a plane and, you know, going to be traveling there. It would kind of suck if I got COVID. Mm -hmm. But I didn't, I don't think I need Paxlovid or Molnupiravir or, you know, those kind of things. Yeah. And uh, wouldn't want to take those anyway unless I was on my last legs. Sure. So I just got uh, a care package from the Vital Nutrients people who, uh, they advertise the fish oil in our show. But they yeah. now, uh, they're gonna, we're going to start talking about some of their immune support products. And it was something called Viracon, which has a nice combination of antivirals, olive leaf and, uh, you know, Stragalus and some other things, and uh, and NAC and vitamin buffered vitamin C with bioflavonoids. Nice. And what else? There was one other thing, that, mm -hmm. and I just threw that in my bag, and I never opened it. Thank mm -hmm. goodness. But I, it was kind of like my emergency <clears throat> kit. Um, so, uh, you know, mate the things that have zinc in them. You know, certainly zinc, vitamin D. Uh, mm -hmm. These would be good things maybe to travel with in case you come down with it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Good idea. Yeah. Generally, with this relatively milder uh, Omicron, uh, most of our patients are doing pretty darn good. Mm -hmm. I don't know. If it, you know, I got to say, do you know of any of our patients who've really come to severe harm from COVID? No. Any of our patients? No. Any of our, I mean, I've mm -hmm. not heard, and nobody's died. No. And nobody has even been severely ill. No. Um, and that's because they're all tanked up on vitamins. Yeah. They're and they're eating a generally themselves. a pretty good diet. They're taking good care of themselves. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> they're sleeping well. They're yeah. exercising. Exercising. Yeah. Absolutely. Certainly, exercise is a bulwark against you know. Mm -hmm. But I mean, we're talking. Yeah. You know, as as you probably know, uh, I wrote a whole uh, you know whole discourse on that, and that's available yeah. to you at drhoffman.com on uh, you know building resilience against COVID the natural way, and mm -hmm. you know exercise is a part of that. But lifestyle is an important bulwark. It's not 100% because some people, you know, bad things happen to good people sometimes. Sure. And it's not entirely a merit sure. system. Right. But, you know, unvaccinated <clears throat> people may be a little more vulnerable. But with Omicron being milder. It also has to do with the environment that you're living in. I mean, what, what, which region of Italy are you in? Is it heavily polluted? Well, the nice thing about Italy is that it got hit so hard that there's a lot of uh, herd immunity there. Yeah, there you go. And Which is key. It's more that the running the gauntlet of the travel to the nice place in Italy is that is mm -hmm. the issue. But I got to say, you know, I was on a plane and uh, virtually nobody was masked. And uh, I was even, and you'll you read about it in uh, our newsletter, I was called upon to attend to a guy who for all the world might have had COVID. Because oh he was like an 85-year-old <clears throat> guy who was looked very sick and was, you know, probably had a respiratory infection and his diabetes was out of control. And, you could read all about it in our newsletter. Yeah. Um, and uh, we had no way of testing it. And you know, there's, there's COVID testing kits. Like, why don't they have one on a plane? No. Right. Right. Yeah, maybe they don't want to know. Maybe. Freak out the other passengers. Or something. True. There's a oh, reason yeah. that they don't have that. Now everybody head for the emergency exit at 30,000 30, 30, feet. Land the plane. <laughs> Somebody on the plane tested positive for COVID. Oh, no. I mean, whether. Statistically, you know, it's so pervasive that you've got 150 people on a plane. Probably some people are have kept some infectivity of COVID. Absolutely. Or something else. Yeah. Who knows? Any number of things. Got to live with it. Finally said, we got to live with it. Wow. It we we can't become germ all become germaphobes. No, no. Take care of your terrain. Much more important take care of your terrain so you don't get into big trouble. And that, and that's what my article is basically about. Yeah. Uh, article, it's like quite lengthy. Mm -hmm. So it's free. It's a free download <clears> at <throat> drhoffman.com. Okay. So that was from Deborah. We got from, from Sandy. I have a question in regards to pre-skin -canc pre cancer diagnosis on my forehead. We're all pre-something. We're all pre-something. I was just going to say, that means a no cancer diagnosis on your forehead. We're all auditioning for yeah. the part, but we won't get it until we get it. Exactly. The areas in question are on my forehead. They feel chapped. They feel gritty. Right. They, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm 30 years old, and last year I was told by a dermatologist that I had a condition that was described as dandruff, which is seborrheic dermatitis, dermatitis, which is not cancer related. Right. Right. And I was prescribed a, a, a cream to use twice a week. It didn't change anything. So when I went back, I was told they're precancerous cells and I needed 5-FU. This seemed like a, a big jump. 
from yeah, dandruff. Uh, fluorouracil is a as a uh, it's actually used in the treatment of colon cancer. Oh my! Uh, it's a chemotherapy, but when applied to the skin, it can be helpful for a condition called actinic keratosis. Or which is a, AK. Yeah, 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 yeah. AK, which is really a precursor. Which is a precursor. It's like crusty lesions on the skin that may yeah. be precancerous. And so um, <clears throat> that can be used. Okay. Uh, you know, I'm not going to get in the way of the dermatologist if they're concerned about a precancer uh, and you may use it. It causes irritation. You have to be careful. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the other uh, solution for prevention of skin cancer to some extent is taking niacinamide at a dose of yeah. about. Uh, 1,000 to 1,500 a day. You need to take 500 milligrams um, three times a day, two mm-hmm. or three times a day. Mm-hmm. And you will get, I mean, this is New England Journal of Medicine uh, article uh, that is very, uh, you know, well-performed uh, double-blind placebo clinical trial that showed that doing that reduces the incidence of not melanoma, but the other types of cancer, basal, basal and, and squamous cell Squ- cancers, yeah. which are the more common, less deadly, but serious types of skin cancers. Yeah. So yeah. niacinamide, I would say, for prevention, but not topical, oral. Oral, oral. So Sandy did the treatment of the 5-FU and Levulon blue light, which, you know, she did the treatment all over her face and she had to stay indoors, stay away from windows, her face was swollen, wow. was peeling. And I was told this meant the treatment was working. And when I went back for a follow-up, there was a spot that they missed, so they froze it off. Right. However, I was told the rest looked great. Well, about two months later, Sandy says, I'm basically back to square one. My forehead is back to being chapped and feeling rough. And, you know... Well, you know, I, I don't know what's going on with this person. There may be uh, some issues with I, lack of essential fatty acids. She may need some nutrients like zinc. She has dry skin. Yeah, go get another, go find another dermatologist because right, they this, want you coming back for this treatment. Oh, yeah. There's, and they must like your insurance. Yes. I said it. There, I said it. Yeah. So there, I, it, I just. It's almost like overdiagnosis and overtreatment. Yes, yes. For a simple problem. Right. So Sandy's actually questioning if this is the right diagnosis. I don't know. I don't know. And she understands that you can't say without seeing me. Yeah. But what are your insights? Yeah. Sandy, go find another dermatologist, maybe one who's a little more holistic, maybe you have very dry, dry skin, you need to be checked for deficiencies. Maybe you're deficient in omega-3 fatty acids and even omega-6 D- GLA, fatty acids. You know, GLA, you may need that. You may have other deficiencies yeah. that are causing this. It could yeah. be something you're using on your skin or on your hair, your shampoo, your conditioner, your grooming products that is causing this reaction. Maybe it's something you're eating. You know, too much time, that too much time in front of a screen. A, a chemotherapy for something that's not a cancer. That's what this has come to. This makes me mad, Dr. Hoffman. I agree. I agree. I mean, it, it's... Uh, it's over-treatment. Yeah. yeah. It sounds over the top. It sounds as just an outside observer. Yeah. Wow. So anyway, I mean, yeah, maybe state-of-the-art, but the state-of-the-art of medicine is uh, biased towards uh, expensive, uh, high-tech treatments that, uh, you know, follow a profit motive in many cases, unfortunately. All right. So uh, this is all the time. We went a little longer today. Apologize for uh, taking more of your time. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Thanks, Layla. And remember, questions come to questions at drhoffman.net. We'll see you next week for our weekly Q&A with Layla. Thanks, everybody. This is Layla Mutin, RD. I see patients regularly along with Dr. Hoffman. If you require a nutrition consult with me but live out of town, 
There's no need to travel to New York City. I have telephone consultations with clients from all over the country. Please visit drhoffman.com for more information. And to set up an appointment, call 212-779-1744. That's 212-779-1744. I look forward to being a collaborator in your health care.